Welcome to episode six of the Thunder Sports Report. I'm Abram Erickson. Thanks for joining us this morning as I get the chance to sit down with A.J. Moyes, senior and captain on the Wheaton Thunder men's soccer team. So he gets a chance to let us know how he and his team and the program have handled these last couple months, what they've been up to this fall. A.J., we're so grateful to have you on this morning. Thanks for being with us. How are you doing? Thanks for having me, Abram. Uh, yeah, this is super awesome. Doing great. Um, doing the best I can with um, things that are going on in the world right now, but, um, you know, controlling what I can control, things are looking good. Yeah. Well, we're excited to hear from you. You're the first fall sport athlete that we've gotten a chance to talk to on the podcast. We've had some alumni, of course, some coaches, some uh, athletes from other seasons, but first time we've get, we've gotten to sit down with someone who um, is on a team that has, you know, been a uh, a team that's had their fall season postponed here. So, of course, um, you've got a really interesting perspective on all, how all the things have gone. And I think, like you said, uh, kind of the controlling what you can control is something we've been hearing a lot from athletes, coaches, is there's just so much up in the air right now and has been for the last so many months. So before we get started talking about this fall a little bit and, and what that's been like, I think if we could go all the way back and just kind of into the spring, even when, when things started here with the coronavirus and when we were first sent home from school. Um, that was right around spring bake time back in March. Did that affect your guys's spring at all? Um, what was the first thing that kind of changed everything for your, uh, your program and, and how did you adjust to that? Yeah. So that was just a crazy time, man. That feels like so long ago. It's one of those, like, like, where were you moments when that happened? Everybody knows mm-hmm. who they were, but uh, yeah, we were just coming back from spring break when I think our team got the email um, from our coach, Jake DeClute. Um, You know, everybody was coming back from spring break, super excited to get going, hit the ground running, lace up the boots again um, after a little break. And uh, that email kind of caught us all by surprise, uh, really. we It was one of those things where it's like, you know, this, this will just pass over in a week. Um, everybody stay ready. You know, that's what everybody thought back then. But, you know, it turned out to be something a little bit more serious. Um, and we had to wait um, just for for the okay from coach, from the school, from the NCAA. So that was just a weird time in the beginning because we were all coming back ready to go. And when you are told that you have to stop, um, it kind of puts, you know, a little damper on things and kind of breaks the momentum a little bit from just the adrenaline and the rush of coming back to campus and being with the teammates again and seeing the coaches and playing soccer. But um, so it, that, that time period was a little weird um, for the coaches and the players. Yeah. So we, of course, you know, as you said, right around spring break, I think it was middle of March that, that everyone was sent home and, um, at that point, you know, knew that we were going to be remote online from home for classes, um, which of course meant, um, no on-campus activities at all. And, um, at that point then I think, um, at least the thought was, okay, what is the fall going to look like? And is there going to be any sort of, um, you know, are we coming back to campus? First of all, are there going to be sports once we get back? Um, what was it kind of like living in that balance or, or when did you feel like you had a sense for what the fall was going to be like? Was there a long period there where um, coaches had you training and, and we didn't know what was going to, to go on or, or what was most of the summer like for your team? Yeah. Um, so it was still up in the air as to whether we're going to have a fall season, but everybody was kind of hoping for it. Um, but our coach always says, you know, if you want to have a good fall, you've got to have a good summer. So mm. like the fall sports um, can all attest to that. Like, 
right? Your time of training is really that summer coming in. Like for preseason for soccer, like you have to come in fit. You have to come in mm-hmm. um, just so sharp and technical and rehearse your lines and know your stuff. Like mm-hmm. because the team is kind of already set in the spring. That's the last time coach sees you play. So you've just got to have an awesome summer. And this this summer was, you know, kind of a setback for a lot of people. Um, but, you know, me and, you know, the captains and a couple other guys like, man, like we want to we want to really go at this. We want to chop wood here. We want to carry water. And mm-hmm. which is a book uh, our coach had us read. Oh, yeah. it's just basically a book just about beating at your craft, um, mm-hmm. just playing soccer every day in the monotony, um, in the ordinary. Um, in the unordinary and just kind of going at it every single day when it's exhausting um, because something on the other end is going to pop up um, if there's a fall season or not. So yeah, we had to have a really good summer if you wanted to have a really good Mm -hmm. fall, which basically means training um, at an all time high uh, for, and really the summer kind of stretched out from March until Uh August. So we had a little bit more time to train. Um, The rules, NCA and Wheaton kind of were relaxed a little bit during COVID. So coach could kind of talk to us a little bit more and meet and check in on us a little bit more. So he actually was sending us workouts every day over the summer. Yeah. So it was Monday through Saturday, train, rest Sunday. Um, and he, you know, he, he puts an emphasis on, you know, resting that one day because, you know, mm-hmm. six days with God is better than seven without. He says that all the time. And, mm-hmm. Um, it's just really powerful to know that, you know, exhaust yourself, train. I mean, soccer is a pretty intense sport where you've got to be quick. Yeah. You've got to be fast. You've got to be strong. So you've got to be everything. And so the workouts that he sent out um, were so specific and detailed and it mm-hmm. built every day, it built every week so that by the time we came in for preseason, we were just incredibly fit and strong and fast and just so technical with the ball. And he kind of really yeah. – um, hammered that down was like, this is a time during COVID where people before their season, if you know, they're half in or half out kind of, you know, start to slip away or the weeds start to mm. hold, you know? So it mm-hmm. was really a time where we in soccer, like, he's like, look, man, we want to be different. Like we want to go after this. We're a team of teams. We want to play to a global standard. And uh, he got that across to our team and I, all the guys were super motivated. Everybody was lifting, everybody was working out. Um, everybody was doing the sprints and the running, um, just stuff with the ball. You know, this summer was just a time for players to just become absolute technicians of the ball and just get so mm-hmm. into the ball just by yourself, ball on a wall. Like, that's all it yeah. really was, just getting back to the basics and being so good with the ball. And then the fitness stuff will, will kind of come. Like, you can kind of get your fitness. Soccer's easier, obviously, to play if you're really technical. Um, but you can do mm-hmm. better when you're fit because right. the game can sit yeah. much running. So the workouts mm-hmm. were awesome, um, intense. Um, and it, it made a, a lot of guys, you know, like open their eyes a little bit and, and, you know, see like, this is serious. Like, this is a big deal. Like we're going yeah. and we didn't take it lightly. Mm-hmm. We didn't take the, the summer lightly. Um, and I think it helped because not knowing if there was a fall season or not, we knew that we were ready regardless. So yeah, I think that's a good takeaway from your question. Mm -hmm, Of course. And yeah, I mean, that's something that we heard from 
you know, some of the coaches, but, uh, I think the amount of time that you can spend practicing individually or training, um, like you mentioned, and just working on your craft is something that your sport lends it to. Certainly we talked to head coach of the football team, Jesse Scott. And of course there's individual training that, that football players can do over the summer. But in some ways, a lot of that has to come when, you know, you get all 11 guys on the field together yeah. or, um, you know, you're able to, to do more drills in, in full contact and, and things like that. And so to hear that you guys were really able to use this time as, um, you know, a chance to work on individual technical skills is something in that, you know, like you said, whether there was a full, fall season or not, uh, was something that would surely benefit the program, whether you did get to play this fall or whether you didn't. Um, for, for all the different classes of guys, of course, you have new guys coming in. You have um, guys like yourself who are nearing the end of their college career. And that's just something that that'll build the program, I would assume. And um, like you said, is is great that your coach was able to stay on you guys like that. And um, at some point there, you find out that there was not going to be a fall season. When exactly did that news come through? And is there any way to describe what what that was like for your team or for you personally? Yeah. So um my captains, including myself, we kind of meet with the, the coach regularly, you know, every week, and I just mm -hmm. do checkups and check-ins. And um, and I want to go back to what you said, like, coach, coach, yeah, he, he hammered down on us for the workouts, but really it had to come from us. It had to come from the captains. Mm -hmm. It had to come from within the team. So you had to try and get a little creative yeah. with what you were doing, and that meant, you know, trying to bring in the freshmen. Um into something so unprecedented. I mean, I have never experienced it. They've never experienced it. Right. There was a lot of grace mm -hmm. and a lot of, you know, times where people, you know, could lean on one another or talk to somebody if they had questions or, cause everybody's kind of going through the same thing. Yeah. So that made it creative. Mm -hmm. I mean, we had zoom workouts, you know, the zoom workouts, a little bit of your, uh, your ego dies on a zoom workout. I mean, that's, <laughs> it's kind of weird, like doing push-ups and yeah. squats with like twenty cameras, just like looking at you, like at, like music on one of them, like you know, you kind of you kind of humble yourself during a Zoom workout. But in the end of the day, you know, we're all kind of vulnerable, and that drew us closer together. So that being said, um, yeah, we talk about those things with Coach, and he would ask how that was going. And one of the meetings, he just said, "Hey, you know, look, like." I've had coach was having some meetings with the NCAA with uh, the CCIW and the conference. And he was letting us know what was going on so that we could communicate to the team effectively. And mm -hmm. it actually came down to, he was talking with the other CCIW presidents or the head coaches of the conference. And yeah, I think it was either, you know, there was like two options. It was either you play um, your whole conference once and that was going to be the regular season winner, but it was only going to be like 10 games or you play everybody twice and there's a conference tournament at the end or something round up. And mm -hmm. it was something like that. Like there was two options. So right. We were like, okay, yeah. like we're having a season, like, like it'll be sick. Mm -hmm. Like it's either going to be this or that. Like, like we're having a coach conversation with coach. Like, can we choose like what's going on? Like, do you need our input? Stuff like that. And so we were kind of mm -hmm. leaning towards like the round robin just to get more games. I think it was 18 yep. games we were going to play. Mm -hmm. So play each team twice, home and away. I think that's the most fair schedule. Everybody's it's equal across the yep. board. And then the the winner after that would have been crowned CCW champion. And then however the 
they wanted to deal mm-hmm. with that after. I guess it was up to them. Right. So we were kind of yeah. leaning towards that in a couple of our meetings. We had three of those meetings from the captains and coach, and we were like, I think that's the best way. We get more games and all this kind of stuff. So after that, yeah. the next meeting, he was like, it's not looking good. Like there are, there's clouds on the horizon. Like it's not, it's looking dark. It's not looking great. Uh, you guys are going to have to start, you know, coming up with, with plans for each of you. So this is where it got kind of crazy. Like, Mm. so there's five seniors, uh, myself, Ryan, Justin, Hasten, and Shane, um, being on the team, four of us being captains, uh, you kind of have to, change your plans a little bit. And this is where it gets kind of weird. So we obviously yeah. heard that there was going to be no season in one of the meetings we had with coach. Now, official email goes out, your heart kind of drops. And you're like, man, you like, you kind yeah. of just swallow it. And our coach was like, man, like, you know, you've got a time to grieve over it. You've got maybe 24 to 48 hours and then we got to go. Like, you know, we got to, mm-hmm. we got to figure out something. Yeah. We got to move. We just got to keep moving forward. We can't stand still. And so we're like, yeah, like this is, you're right. So tough decisions had to be made. I had to, I was originally enrolled full time to join the team. Yep. Um, but in order to have a season next year and to play in the spring, I had to cut that out. So I had to be, I had to sacrifice training this fall so I could come back in the spring and next fall just by credits mm-hmm. and stuff. I had so many yep. meetings with, you know, school academics, all the advisors and, all those people just to try and figure things out, but you had to make a tough decision there. Yep. Ryan, our other captain, he just completely deferred so that he could come back. Um, Justin, one of the seniors, uh, tore his ACL over the summer. And so just decided to be mm. part time remote learning so he wouldn't be around the team. So there's three of the four captains already not mm. around your team, which is like just a really tough thing for a team with new guys coming right. in in a new situation unprecedented mm-hmm. uh, so that kind of took over and was kind of the real theme of the the fall just became how do we lead these guys mm-hmm. and how do we lead them from not actually being yeah. on the field mm-hmm. yeah and so i mean like you said you're in a position where um not only a, a player and a senior but a captain as well um we talked uh, a little bit about how some of the freshmen, you know, over the summer got a taste of what things were going to be like um, heading into the season. You've got a couple transfers as well. Um, and this was a team that's, that's been young. Um, you know, last year you had six seniors or so, I think, um, but a lot of freshmen and sophomores got um, sizable playing time. And so for those young guys um, that have, you know, are now coming into their second or third year here at Wheaton. And then of course, new freshmen and transfers, um, how have you seen them handle this, um, this fall? You know, what's, um, if you're in the position of, of an older and, um, you know, a captain, of course, one thing you said is, you know, you haven't seen this before either. And I think that's one thing we've heard across the board from, from coaches, from seniors, from freshmen, and it's, everyone is going through this at the same time, of course, but for some of these new players on your team, this is the first sense they're getting of Wheaton soccer. Um, and that's definitely a f- different first experience than most people um, coming into their first year playing yeah, on the team. Yeah, I think the whole thing is just really humbling, to be honest. Like, you know, before mm-hmm. there was a right and there was a wrong way of doing things, we did things a certain way and everything, you know, was according to schedule. You know, you kind of leave leeway for some things, but there was generally everybody had a sense of the idea of what was going on. And that's not the case right now. So 
Right. You know, last year I would have had an answer if a freshman came up and asked me a question. But now mm-hmm. it's really humbling to know, like, they ask me a question like, can I do this? Can I do that? Like, where should I be? Where do I go? And I just have to straight up say, like, you know what, bro? I have no clue. Like, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really humbling just to know that there's guys, you know, in that boat uh, with me. We're all in the same boat. And yeah. we all have no idea what we're doing, which, mm-hmm. you know, in the end, I think is actually a good thing because we kind of die to ourselves and just yeah. turn around and serve the other person right next to you or sitting across from you. And I think the freshmen have done just, just such an awesome job. Um, our underclassmen and upperclassmen have done a really good job of bringing guys in, making them feel welcome, especially during this time. Um, you know, it's just a weird time. And I think everybody can agree to that. But there comes a moment where you've got to be like, you've got to realize it's a weird time and you've got to pick each other up and you just got to keep moving forward. So big, super proud of the guys for yeah. doing that. I think the coaching staff that uh, Trish, our trainer has done a really good job. She had a lot on her plate, bringing guys in, meeting new people and mm-hmm. um, just being at the trainings for a little bit. Um, you know, it, it, it looks like nothing would have affected anybody. It, everybody's still motivated. Everybody still shows yep. up, plays really hard, competes every single day. Like it could be really hard when things are going like external things to show up and compete. Like it's super easy to work hard. Like you you can show up right. to a, a lift or a training and work really hard. Like not that hard to do if you're if you're motivated mm-hmm. and you're focused. But to to be able to compete is is such a different thing, where you've got to be so like switched on. Yep. You've got to have other guys compete who are raising the level, especially mm-hmm. within, within a team sport. Like the energy comes from the team. It's not like tennis or golf where you have to motivate yourself. Like mm-hmm. in, in, in soccer and in football and yeah. in team sports, it's, you know, it comes from, you know, the leaders, the upperclassmen. It comes from competing every single day. And I mean, you would have never known a pandemic hit our team by the way we handled it. So super proud of the freshman. Uh, coming in and yep. doing that it is a little weird watching you know trainings with guys in masks or just wearing masks that's something you like you just got to get used to yeah i guess but um yeah it's been mm-hmm. awesome yeah well kind of you mentioned there with the masks kind of down on the field i mean i've as as i've been out there i've seen people practicing and th- seen how things have gone and of course you know at some point, you know, seeing people in masks is still weird all the time, but even much weirder when you're seeing people, you know, play sports with them on. What are some of other things that have changed during the fall um, from way you guys have normally done things? Um, have there had to been changes in how practices run or how drills are done or um, what are some of the effects yeah, so on the field? Obviously masks. The second one is uh, people have to show up in like pods or groups. So that was like, that was another weird thing. Oh, yeah where we had to be spread out along the field. And in the beginning, the first two weeks, it was people sh- showed up in pods and they would warm up in a pod, uh, go to a different coach on another side of the field, go back to a different area and just rotate like every 20, 30 minutes. So that was a little weird, but I thought Jake DeClute did just a, such an awesome job with kind of staying within the rules and the COVID guidelines and just made it just still a super competitive training session. Um, that's just who he is. That's what he does. He's really good at it. So, um, another thing was like guys would, you know, they obviously had to show up in a different place, but with like treatment and like getting taped and stuff before, like 
that's another different thing. They had to meet in the gym. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had to, you know, kind of sacrifice timing. So like a lot of people couldn't be in the same place at the same time. And I think the biggest one was on the field was right. a rule that uh, you couldn't, there was only 30 minutes of, of contact with the person and then only 30 minutes with a ball, mm-hmm. which I'm not really sure. I don't, I don't get the rule, but mm. I'm not sure what, you know, 31 minutes with a ball would, mm-hmm. would do for somebody, but you know, uh, the, the right. training sessions had to be tailored around only 30 minutes of contact and 30 minutes with the ball. So there was a lot of individual stuff. Uh, our coach had like a stop and start, uh, stopwatch to, you know, get it right. You know, we wanted to cross and dot our eyes. We wanted to get everything right mm-hmm. um, and, and do it the right way. So those are just some weird things, yep. you know, where you show up and it, knowing fully that you can only have 30 minutes touching the ball today or 30 minutes, you know, right. you know, rubbing shoulders with somebody or something like that, getting in the tackles. Like that physical side was just eliminated for the first couple mm-hmm. weeks, which was kind of weird on the guys, but they did a good job. Yeah, what are some of the things that, you know, like you said, being being a captain, obviously you're working alongside the coaches closely and, um, you know, this falls a little different for you as you're not um, in the training being part-time, but um, what are some things that you guys stressed um, or, or maybe some goals that you guys had for this time in the fall, for this, you know, portion where normally you'd have a season, you're not going to have a season, you've got this time um, where, you know, guys are still coming in in good shape, guys are still coming in with good technical skills, like you said, after a hard summer of work where guys really bought in, um, what does the fall look like, um, you know, in preparation and, and staying motivated for what, what the future could possibly look like? What are some things to focus on when you finally get the team back together? Um, and instead of doing all this individual stuff, obviously you're, you're going to have some changes from what practice would normally look like, but now you're on the field together, um, you know, with kind of a, you know, a future, um, that's maybe still a little foggy of what things are going to be like. Um, but, but what does the fall look like in terms of yeah, things you've stressed so, and focused on? I always tell our guys, like the one thing we all have in common is soccer. Like God called us all to be here and serve in this time as a Wheaton college soccer mm-hmm. player. So that's, that's common ground already for forming a relationship. And then you just got to figure out, you know, what else you have in common or what you like about yep. each other. And I think, you know, as captains, we, we kind of stressed, like, this is just an awesome time to get to know people. And the pressure's off of soccer. You're not really like, mm-hmm. you know, the, the pressure's off. There's no, you know, there doesn't have to be any regrets or like there doesn't have to be anything really, you know, important besides training really well every single day because there's no games, yep. right? So there's no, there's, you're not, the only time you're showcasing yourself mm-hmm. is in training and training is a place where you're allowed to make mistakes. So I was just telling the guy, like this is just the time for this is a dry run. Right. Like this is where you can get all the kinks out, get super used to you playing on on the field with these guys, get to know other people's tendencies, your teammates, how they like to play, how you like to play, get settled in, know the guys, know the coaches. That's from a soccer mm-hmm. standpoint. But the captain, we we all we all stress like this is a time to get to know your teammates on on a such a deeper level, and that's just knowing what's going on in their lives. So what we do is we do a team activity once a week. And that's kind of, um, we do it around COVID guidelines to make sure it's, you know, safe, thunder strong. Um, we mm-hmm. make sure, you know, 
guys are together in one setting, you know, spread out, whether it's like on the field watching a movie or like watching an NBA game or something like that. Just something to take people who are off soccer and just start plugging into yeah. to the team. So that, that's been yeah. one of our goals, and I think we've been doing a really good job of it because people have come out and said, like, the freshmen, they feel, they feel comfortable, and they don't have this pressure of, like, because as a freshman coming in for a fall sport, you feel the only way you can be accepted on the team is if you're a good soccer player because that's the first mm-hmm. time people, a team sees you or a team knows you. And I think yeah. it's such an advantage for the freshman guys coming in or our transfers mm-hmm. to come in and be seen as a, as a person first, then a player. Because there's no pressure, there's no yep. no games mm-hmm. coming up that we're preparing for. I mean, ultimately, the long-term goal is like, look, Jake DeClude is putting together these sessions. You know, every day is a chance to showcase yourself, chance to get better. Um, have that. This is a time where you can really just focus mm-hmm. on making yourself better and making other players around you better. So, you know, the we, we really, really, really wanted to nail down getting closer as a team. Um, changing the culture a little bit to match just being a really good soccer team and a really good group of men. Um, and I think we're, we're kind of doing that by just meeting once a week, mm-hmm. team activities, getting to know the guys, you know, one-on-one stuff in a, in a safe setting. And I think the guys are really enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think going back to what we said at the beginning, that kind of all, um, ties into just controlling what you can control and making the best of your situation. And as we've talked to um, people from each program across, you know, football, volleyball, track, now soccer, whatever it's been, and we've got the chance to talk to people that have had to make adjustments, teams that have had to do things completely differently um, than they've done in the past. But I think the common theme between everyone is, like you said, there was a time to be disappointed and a time to be um, just kind of distraught about, um, you know, the things that have been lost. Um, but then there's been a quick turnaround in a, you know, deciding that this is now going to be a time that we're going to use to get better um, on the field, off the field. And I think that's one thing that I've seen as well um, talking to people is just how um, it's been great to see teams get together, um, you know, without the pressure of games. Um, got a chance to talk to um, the volleyball coach, um, Coach Schmidt. And one thing that she mentioned was um, for the first time, her freshmen um, get a chance to you know, be a little more involved on their floor or be a little more involved in, you know, some of the orientation activities or do some things on campus that they don't normally get a chance to do because they're normally so busy getting prepared for those first games. Um, Now they're able to kind of have a little bit of a slower transition into life at Wheaton um, than than they maybe would have in the past. And it sounds like um, that's something that you guys are doing well also for the young guys and and for the older guys too. Um, As we look ahead, any any ideas what the future looks like for, for Wheaton Thunder men's soccer at this point, you know, um, or for yourself as you come back next semester? Um, what are some things that are um, on your guys' minds as we as we kind of come to a close here of, of AQUAD? And, of course, we'll be heading home in a couple weeks. Yeah, um, so hopefully the our first semester here. Season. Um, I'm not sure what that's going to look like. I don't know if we're going to be playing for, like, a trophy mm-hmm. or a championship or something like that. But – I have heard there's there's games in the mix um, and, yeah. you know, quite a decent amount. So I personally am hoping for that. That's why I'm taking 12 credits in the spring to be able to do that play as a full-time student um, and, and be around the guys and, and, and join into those trainings instead of watch from afar. Mm-hmm. Um, so instead of encouraging guys from off the field, now it can be encouraging yeah. guys on the field. 
um, and, you know, just ha- kind of having that presence um, with the guys. Yep. So I think that's going to be a lot of fun if that happens. Um, I've learned also just during this time, like, you know, you can't, you know, get your hopes up to the point where like, you're just so distraught and disappointed when it doesn't work out. Yep. Like that's, that's basically 2020 in a nutshell. Like you can't yep. control anything. You've got to, you know, be super prepared for, for any kind of option or any kind of decision that is out of your control. So I think that's been a huge thing, you know, kind of just focusing on today, right? Cause you know, God gives me enough grace. He gives me enough strength yep. for today. Um, and I'm, my job isn't to worry about tomorrow. Um, I know the spring season, if we have one, it's going to be great. And if we don't, it's still yep. going to be great. And we'll make it work. This team is, you know, I mean, Wheaton men's soccer has gone mm-hmm. through so much adversity in the past three or four years, like, you know, with coach taking yep. a leave of absence and, um, mm-hmm. with, you know, players from previous year, um, Ethan Roser, you know, we've gone through, we've gone through a lot and we've had to, you know, kind of bounce back from a lot of things. Mm-hmm. This, this team has been battle tested. I'll tell you that, and, you know, and, and we can go through, we've gone through those things. This is, yep. you know, this is kind of nothing to us. This is, it's new. Um, we've never experienced it, but having gone through stuff before, we're, we're kind of ready for anything that comes our way. So we trust in the coaching staff. We trust in the guys. You know, we're going to chop wood and carry water wherever we're at and just kind of keep plugging forward. As always, thanks for joining us on the Thunder Sports Report. If you like what you hear, drop us a comment or a review on one of our online platforms. We can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or Podbean. Any feedback that we get gives us a chance to know how to better bring you the stories of our Wheaton coaches, alumni, and athletes like AJ. Um, We're excited for what we've been able to bring you so far, and we can't wait um, for the many more voices we're going to hear from in the future. Thanks for being with us. Uh, Until next week on the Thunder Sports Report, I'm Abram Erickson. Have a great day.